Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Welcome to LiveWise Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby. And as I'm sure you're well aware, it's been a tough few months for investors. So today we're going to try and give you a little bit of a helping hand. We've invited two financial advisors on the show to see how they're managing client portfolios in this difficult environment. Today we're joined by Sarah Gonzalez from Wealth and Felicity Thomas from Shaw & Partners. Before we kick off today, I want to point to a stat from Spiva. It shows that around 73% of active managers actually underperform the ASX 200 benchmark over a five-year period. Felicity, I might start on you. Do you typically recommend a passive or active approach during periods of market volatility? I think that active managers can really show their strengths in times of market volatility. However, the issue with active management, they potentially do hold on to positions and they don't have to sell everything, unlike passive. But with a passive ETF, they usually rebound a lot quicker. Over to you, Sarah. In times like this, do you typically recommend passive or active, particularly given that Spiva stat that I referenced before, which shows that quite a few active managers underperform the benchmark? Yeah, I think you know passive and active both have a role to play in portfolios and particularly in Australian equities we do use passive um, whether it's you know normal times of volatility um, because of that stat you said that you know a lot of active managers do struggle to outperform um, passive um, you know passive indexes uh, whereas you know in the global space you know I think both have a position in portfolios so you know a blend of both but particularly in Aussie equities we definitely use passive. As I mentioned earlier, it's obviously been a really difficult time for investors, myself included. I'd love to know what's the main question that you're hearing from clients right now. Yeah, the main question we're getting from clients is, you know, should I be changing anything in my portfolio? Should I be selling down my portfolio? And, you know, the, the answer to those questions is always, you know, you don't want to sell anything while the market's falling. You know, once you sell something, you crystallise the loss. And so, you know, our position with clients is, you know, we try to get them through these, you know, downturns and difficult periods. So, you know, coaching them through that rather than making, you know, hasty decisions. What's the main question you're hearing, Felicity? I guess everyone's wondering, you know, are we going in a recession? Is inflation here to stay? Um, I mean, Australia has been such a lucky country that we've actually managed to avoid recession. Mm. And recession is essentially only three quarters, right, of no GDP growth. Now, recently, Norway, Australia and China still have that growth. So right now, we're actually looking fairly positive on the market. The market's very forward thinking 
also. Um, so I think we're, you know, we're trying to tell our clients, like Sarah said, stay the course, don't panic, dollar cost average in, reduce your cost base, you know, be a long-term investor. Let's talk about ETFs now. There's actually 250 ETFs available to Australian investors. Felicity, what kind of attributes should investors look out for when selecting ETFs during times like this, during times of market sell-off or volatility? Yeah, look, I think investors should look at their original strategy, not get fearful, and actually look at the time frame, recommend a time frame for investment for these ETFs. Um, some ETFs have a five to seven year time frame, some lower risk cover a lesser time frame. So I think just really sticking to your guns um, and dollar cost averaging by, you know, topping up positions that have been sold off if you've got a long time horizon. Over to you, Sarah. What kind of attributes are you looking out for in ETFs during this period and what are you kind of steering clear of? Yeah, I think during periods of volatility, you know, the key thing that we say to our clients is make sure you invest in something that you understand. So you're making sure you understand what the underlying ETF is actually investing in, particularly during periods of market volatility, um, you know, understanding the liquidity um, of these underlying ETFs, um, as well as the ETF itself. You know, you, you don't want to get stuck in a position where, you know, you can't get out of the ETF mm. if you know, you know, if you need cash or something like that. Things to steer clear of, um, you know, again, things you don't understand. Because if you don't understand, you know, what you're investing in, it's really difficult to make a decision of, you know, what, what you should do with that investment. Mm. Research out of Stockspot has shown that investors lost around 100 million by investing in thematic ETFs over the past year. Sarah, staying with you, should investors be steering clear of thematic ETFs? No, I think thematic ETFs, again, it has a position to play in portfolios. You know, I wouldn't create an entire portfolio out of thematic ETFs, but I think it, it is a way to express, you know, a client's particular interest in a particular sector or um, you know a particular thematic, uh, so I think it's definitely allows more flexibility in terms of portfolios, in terms of targeting you know a, a specific exposure that you want. Felicity, over to you. What's the risk of investing in thematic ETFs? I feel like a lot of people, I can always slam them down because yeah. people are like a provider will release them when it's kind of like the peak popularity of a theme. What are some of the risks involved with that? Look, I think like what Sarah said, it's important that it's not the total portfolio. Take a core satellite approach. Um, you know, the risks are that it is kind of more of a speculative theme. Now you saw with Crip that that's was sold off significantly, right? I think it's down 80%, maybe even more. Um, but I definitely think that these ETFs are important. If you look at, right, the best performing ETFs, we've got fuel, mm. right? So that was ex performed extremely well. So why would you want to stay clear of that thematic? And I think like Sarah said, it lets you add your own individual, I guess, taste and interest to your own portfolio. Okay, last one for today. We asked our financial advisors to bring along one low volatility ETF that can help you sail through these stormy markets. Felicity, what have you brought for us today? Yeah, so what we're doing for our clients at the moment are looking at hybrids. So I've actually brought the BetaShares Australian Bank Hybrid ETF. So the code is HBRD. The reason we like it, it's obviously got a fixed maturity rate, but then it has the floating bank bill swap rate, right? So in a rising rate environment, you're getting the benefit there. Now, hybrid bank hybrids have always paid their quarterly distribution ever since the GFC. Um, so fairly safe and fairly defensive. Um, I think they're only, this ETF's only down about 1%, uh, which is nothing. 
Okay, over to you, Sarah. What's your low volatility ETF for today? Yeah, the uh, ETF that I've chosen is actually the iShares Global Healthcare ETF, which is IXJ. And the reason why we've chosen it, you know, IXJ provides exposure to pharmaceuticals, biotech, and medical devices. And in this particular sector, tends to, you know, provide outperformance during a full market cycle, also tends to, you know, not uh, fall as much as the overall market during market downturns. And over the, you know, the last three to five years, they've actually generated, you know, great returns at much lower volatility than, you know, your overall market and even some um, low volatility ETFs. Okay, well, that's all we have time for today. We hope you enjoyed that ETF special of Buy, Hold, Sell. I hope you found it a little bit helpful. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and give this a like if you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.